Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Mike for Bois. Uh, you looking for a great haircut and shave experience? Come to Champion Salon and Barber. Our skilled barbers and stylists are dedicated to giving you the best service possible. Whether you need a simple haircut or a complete grooming package, ooh, we have you covered. And while you're here, feel free to enjoy a complimentary beer and chat with our friendly staff. We have two convenient locations in Waco and Woodway, Texas. You can also book appointments online or through our app, making it easy to schedule your next visit. So why wait? Visit Champion Salon and Barber today and experience a cut above the rest. Welcome to Friday. Our first season four Friday. Welcome to season four Friday. Season four. That ain't right Friday. That ain't right. So you sent me an article. I did, you know, and uh, it's it's one of those things where a pop culture icon was created <laughs> just by their appearance on a TV show, you know. So, um, or reinvigorated. Yeah, reinvigorated, reinvigorated definitely. Reinvigorated yeah. Man's yeah. Um, so this is all about Mr. Chuck Mangione. Yeah, and it's it's pretty much about like his uh, his career and his, the significance of his career, and then uh, being a top ten hit, having a top ten hit on the top ten charts with mm-hmm. Fugelhorn. Yeah, Flugelhorn. Yeah, he um, so Chuck Mangione. Um, I remember. So I was born in Taiwan, Taipei, Taiwan, and okay. um, my dad had a bunch of vinyl um, and it was all like uh, bootleg vinyl. So most of the vinyl would be, I don't know, it'd be like orange or something, but you could see through it. Yeah, it is weird, right? Yeah. Wacky stuff, yeah. press, Whatever weird plastic stuff. they had in Taiwan at the time. Exactly. Available. Yeah. And one of those was a uh, Chuck Mangione album. Oh, wow. I remember we had some Elvis stuff. We had some, yeah. you know, some 60s, 70s kind of things, right? Because born in 69, so a little bit before that, a little bit after that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, so I remember Chuck Mangione and feel so good from when I was a kid, 
you know, uh, yeah. because you, I would. Do you, did, did, are those still like, ex, do they still exist or has that been thrown out in the trash? I've got a now? lot of them, I believe, at my house. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's great. A couple of Christmases ago, I bought my dad another record player since they're back around, you yeah, know. They're huge right now. And gave him, uh, gave him back some of his albums because that is the cheapest gift you can give somebody is some of their own shit. Yeah. Cassette, so. You know, cassettes <laughs> are like huge too. Like yeah. Taylor Swift yeah. has been releasing oh, yeah. cassettes. And yeah. Billy Eyelash. Yeah, Billy Eyelash. Or Eyelash. Uh, <laughs> whatever you say. Well, they're releasing it. She's releasing it under Billy Eyelash. Billy you Eyelash. Know, on, on cassette. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, vinyl was always really cool to me. Um, and I would use them when I was a little kid as playing disc jockey. Yeah. You know, I'd record stuff and then I'd do my little disc jockey thing in the middle of it and then I'd record another one and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from from early days I was doing this this kind of ridiculous stuff. Um <laughs> but Chuck Mangione is one of those guys that I just remember because of Feels So Good. Um him and Herb Alpert. You've heard of Herb Alpert, haven't you? And the Tijuana Brass? Uh, I've heard of Alpo Dog Food. <laughs> is, it, is it the same no. family? Is it the Al- no. Alpert family? But as a as a kid, I remember being a big fan of the Herb Alpert album because it had a naked woman covered in... in um, Dog uh, food. Nope. No. Covered, covered in like whipped cream. <laughs> oh, whipped cream. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. A young and lad so would appreciate young that. Young lad would, yeah, does appreciate, would appreciate the album art of a woman Herb covered Alpert. in whipped cream. That's right. Not Herb covered in whipped cream. Not Herb. No, that wouldn't have sold but near it, as well. Woman. Okay. Uh, so in this article, they talk about a couple of things. One being uh, the fact that King of the Hill did use guest stars quite a bit. Yeah, they did use guest stars quite a bit. And uh, that's another article that I was reading too, was uh, kind of like Pamela Adlon. She was, uh, she was one of the first voice actors around that era to get like an Emmy for, for the wow. voice acting part yeah. and be an actual voice actor. Cause a lot of, uh, Emmys that were being given out at that time frame were voice actors that were huge stars. You know what I mean? Like Mel Gibson got one for like Pocahontas or something. Yeah. Uh, not an Emmy, but he, he got right. I know, understand what whatever you're saying. Sure. accolades for it. So a lot of the accolades that were being given out to voice actors were like traditional actors that do voice acting. So, uh, yeah, so that was that was one thing that I like uh, I like about uh, King of the Hill is the uh, amount of guest stars that you get and the quality of guest stars and uh, yeah, even if you count the just, country music guys is what I like too. You uh, get a lot of there's not very many shows where you have country music artists doing voiceovers on characters on TV mm-hmm, show because mm-hmm. he had he, I mean he's had everybody on there you know yeah you know even uh, you talk about people like uh, 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 Tom Petty. You know, Brittany Murphy was already kind of coming into her own. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these folks were already uh, either stars or well on their way to being stars. Yeah, you know, not already already being. Tom it, Petty yeah. was huge uh, at the time. Tom Petty was huge. Well, another thing about Pamela Adlon too, she was uh, uh, before she kind of broke King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a child star. Pamela Adlon is actually she's a child actress, and she was in that weird phase between being a child actress and figuring out the next stage of her life. And she was broke, right? So she was like selling her vinyls to like pay bills and stuff like that. Wow! And uh, so she then got the voice acting started, you know, becoming a prolific voice actor like she is now because she's voice acted a ton of stuff now. So a little bit about Chuck Mangione uh, from this article, and I believe this was. CBR, I think. Was it CBR? Okay. Yeah, cartoon book uh, yeah. Co- or comic books review or something. Yeah, I think it's the end all, of the page. They all kind of uh, go together for me. Yeah. Um, so Chuck Mangione came around uh, with Art Blakely's, A.R.T. Blakely's band Jazz Messenger in the 1960s. I've he was just his backup. I haven't either. 
he was just this backup guy who played the flugelhorn, you know, and trumpet. Yeah, yeah. So if uh, any of you have any recommendations for flugelhorn player music that's not <laughs> Chuck Mangione, you could email us at B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H at gmail.com. You know, every time I, I you say flugelhorn, I always think of uh, Master of the Pan Flute. Yeah, well, I played Zampir. trumpet. Well, I played trumpet when I was in school. Yeah. I, I did it for like three and a half yeah. years or so. But I still don't really know what the different. I don't know what a flugelhorn. Yeah. I, I don't know what the no, significance or the difference is. I have no clue what a flugelhorn difference is. I don't know. No. I, I think it is a marching trumpet, maybe. Like really? A, like a marching version of it. Because they have like marching versions of different mm. instruments and stuff like that. And I think that might be like. Yeah. Like some brass instruments have specifically for marching, and then they have like the specific orchestra version mm. of that instrument. You know what I mean? Wow. Who knew? like tubas are, are different for marchers than they yeah. are for people who aren't marching with them. Oh, really? Yeah. Like they have different versions of they them? They have or? different versions of huh. them. Like, well, I mean, because you got baritone, you got yeah. all like the different stages like, like that yeah. for almost every instrument and stuff like that. But they have like orchestra versions because, uh, like some of them are designed a certain way. Like a sousaphone is uh-huh. like a tuba for marching. It's for Doctor Seuss. It is. For Doctor sure. Seuss. Sure. Yeah, it's really wacky and colorful <laughs> and rhymes. It's got here. horns coming out that you don't even use. Uh, yeah, it's they got just all kinds of randomly yeah, sure. launch stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, okay, so he came around uh, with uh, Art Blakely's Jazz Messenger Band. 1977, he releases the song "Feels So Good." Oh, wow, um, 1977. Yeah, 1977. Think about that for what a second. time to be alive. <laughs> he, uh, it, wasn't that the gas price? Wasn't there, wasn't there like a epi- The 77 like a, a was pretty rough as far as gas. Yeah, we yeah. ran out of it. Uh, at uh, It peaked at number four on Billboard Hot 100, which, that's, holy crap, for a jazz piece, which is what this is considered. Yeah. Top four is gigantic. It's gigantic. I mean, well, that's I, huge. Yeah, especially since it's not 1940s. The uh, the thing that's cool, I think, about it is I think it might have just been like uh, it was a, a a little darker time, you yeah. know, recession, didn't sure. have gas. OPEC was holding up on mm-hmm. gas and all that stuff. I think it was the, like the nation might have just needed feel so good at that time. I think that's what it was. It was just like the the environment was conducive to a song that felt so good. Yeah, to pass through like it did because everybody needed to feel good. And oh, Chuck Mangione yeah. in 1977 helped the, you know, he helped everybody on the Billboard 100 feel good. Well, he became so popular um, that uh, he also had two of his pieces as the opening ceremony uh, songs for the Olympics. Wow. Uh, one Montreal 1976, and the next one Lake Placid in 1980. So, so two Olympics in the two aren't Olympics. they aren't they every four years? Four. Yeah. So two in a row. Well, I think they alternate. I think it's like I think we get one every every two, two years, years, but, but it's summer, like winter, summer, summer, winter, winter, yeah, summer, yeah, yeah, winter. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then he composed the theme to the 1981 movie, The Cannonball Run. Oh, Cannonball Run. <laughs> Do you know Cannonball okay. Run? Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. Burt Reynolds, um, okay. Reynolds was the big uh, one yeah. in it, and it was all about uh, this race across the country between these weird characters and stuff. And yeah, so uh, Cannonball Run was a big one. It was yeah. it was right after um, Smoking the Bandit. So oh, okay. Yeah. So he was riding off that 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 success. Oh, yeah. That was his oh, big yeah. one, though, right? That was like the. the well, that's not the one that like broke his career, but that was the one that kind of like revitalized that that era of his career. Well, I mean, this is eighty one, so you're wasn't talking he about in the sixties, didn't he? Like you're what, talking Bert about Reynolds, like he, from the sixties. He started in the sixties, and this is yeah. all the way up to eighty one. Now he's doing the 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 yeah. theme for Cannonball Run. Oh wow! So I mean, he's he's got a pretty damn good career at this point. Yeah, 
yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Established. Uh, then uh, part of his recognition, and and you gotta you gotta imagine this is partially due to King of the Hill. Uh, he even exists in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, Whoa. Because okay, that's not something <laughs> I knew about. Because uh, I stopped watching Marvel movies yeah. somewhere after Spider Man in 1999. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. He uh, uh, at the beginning of Doctor Strange. Uh, Stephen Strange is uh, playing Stump the Surgeon with his staff in the opening scenes, and one of the songs is Feel So Good that he plays. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I'm going to have to go find that, <laughs> just that scene. Yeah. I'm sure somebody's isolated it already. Dr. Strange names the tune without missing a beat and even expresses respect that Mangione charted a top 10 hit with a flugelhorn. Oh, wow. So that's pretty yeah. cool. I mean, in the, cool. in the Marvel yeah. Cinematic yeah. Universe. No, that is cool. So what other jazz musician can you think of that's been in all these universes? I mean, think about it. King of the Hill. He's been in the yeah, Olympics. He's been in Cannonball Run. He's been in Doctor Strange. And I can't, well, what a career. Well, let me tell you, Rusty, uh, eating healthy used to be a struggle for me, but that was before I discovered the Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. The Blendjet 2. Now when fast food temptation strikes, I just blend up a delicious and nutritious protein shaker smoothie. You know, they gave us a whole bunch of those uh, little packages that came with the blender. Yeah. And there's some really good flavors in there. I mean, there's some like that matcha thing. The green matcha? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty damn good. Uh, Blendjet 2 is portable, so you can blend up smoothies at work, uh, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. Mm. It's small enough to fit uh, in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Maybe a human thumb. Don't, it doesn't. Don't put your thumb in it. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. Lasts for 15-plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C, which has saved us all. There's nothing worse than turning that USB thing over and over and over and over and then finally finding how it plugs in, you know? Oh, yeah. I don't USB like that either. Yes. Us, USB-C us saved us all. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. <laughs> Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. Uh, there's 30 plus colors and patterns to choose from. There's a Blendjet 2 to complement just about any style. I have, um, we have a pink one? Lavender. I think ours is lavender. Uh, yeah. Mine is the Toy Story Aliens. Oh, yeah. It's like the Pizza Planet one. Ooh, yeah. that Ooh. one. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, they've got some really cool uh, um, colors, and yeah. but I really like the patterns. I know one of the people here got one that looks like Woody the Sheriff. Is there a code with them? There is a code. What are you waiting for? Go to blendjet.com and glab, gra <laughs> grab yours glibity, today. Glibity glab glob. it today. Glibity, uh, glob. And when you do glab it, uh, make sure you use the promo code. B-W-A-A-A-1-2. That's to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. Go to Blendjet.com and use the code BWAAA12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. Blendjet 2, formerly known as Blendjet. <laughs> hey, everyone. It's me, your puzzle-loving pal. Did you know I was a puzzle-loving pal? I didn't know you were a puzzle-loving pal. <laughs> I got to tell you about my latest obsession. It's Wongo Puzzles. Uh, these things are the real deal. They are high-quality, handcrafted, and perfect for anyone who loves a good challenge but doesn't want to dedicate their entire kitchen table to puzzles for a week. Trust me, I have been there. I will tell you this. Uh, my parents, you know, they're very old and decrepit, and uh, they make 
they they do puzzles all the damn time. Yeah, like there's always a table that what has else like an unfinished do, right? puzzle. Yeah, it's either that or I don't know. Die. Feel feel <laughs> your bones. Uh, so they these puzzles, these Wongo puzzles, they are a hundred percent wooden. Uh, they last forever. Uh, each piece is hand drawn. Just think about that for a second. Each piece is hand, hand drawn, drawn, so no two pieces are the same, and you'll discover some fun whimsy pieces as you work through whimsy. it. Whimsy. They come in a custom wooden box, which is perfect for storage and gifting. You know, before we started doing this, I didn't realize how many people I know already have these Wongo puzzles. I mean, they're they're apparently pretty. pretty you can't go wherever Juan go. <laughs> With uh, stunning designs and unique shapes, Wongo puzzles are a cut above the rest. I loved doing the snow globe puzzle myself. It was great to pull out a puzzle and be done in a night and not have it on the table for a week. Uh, So what are you waiting for? Let's go to Wongo Puzzles, W-O-N-G-O Puzzles.com and pick a puzzle today. And be sure to use the promo code B-W-A-A-A for 10% off your order. It's the most fun you'll have with a puzzle guaranteed or your money back. Go to W-O-N-G-O puzzles.com and use your code B-W-A-A-A to get 10% off your order and get puzzling right now. Hey, Rusty, did you know that you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? I mean, know that. I mean, I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I've ever turned a bottle around to actually see what's inside. You know, recently I did, and I found out many of my favorite creamers, like especially the one my wife used to use, uh, they contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, ooh, dipotassium phosphate, whatever Sounds that is, terrible artificial flavors. I don't, I can't take artificial flavors a lot of the time. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm good on any flavoring. Taste, they taste. Gross. I like. I don't like flavors in my coffee. I like. Co- I like the earth and flavor of. Coffee. I mean, I love coffee. Don't get me wrong. I, I do love it. I just, um, I don't like all that crap in my coffee, right? Yeah, no, it does that. So let me tell you about Laird Superfoods then. Uh, they have better ingredients, amazing taste, and functional benefits. Uh, Laird Superfood creamers are crafted from the highest quality all-natural real food ingredients. All Laird products are sustainably sourced and thoroughly tested to ensure that you're incorporating the cleanest, finest fuel into your routine. Now, they're all-natural They've got whole food ingredients. Uh, they contain naturally occurring MCTs from coconut oil. Everybody tells you coconut oil is good for you. Mm-hmm. There's no artificial flavors, no colors, no additives, uh, no sugar from highly refined corn syrup. So that's a big deal right there. Um, if you take one thing you do every day and make it better, Laird developed his creamer himself to stay powered for a day on the waves. He was a big wave surfer, Laird Hamilton was, and he needed a morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. So he made this creamer, and it is, uh, it's, it's crazy, crazy good. Uh, Laird sources high-quality plant-based ingredients globally and puts an emphasis on U.S. sources whenever possible. They aim to source responsibly and sustainably and believe that the food you consume should be as good for the earth as they are for you. They have honest and transparent products and labels. Uh, If you try it, you won't go back. Um, They have functional superfood creamers, instant lattes, and prebiotic greens. They have a variety of snacks and supplements full of wholesome plant-based ingredients to keep you charged for wherever life takes you. So to get a deal on Laird Superfoods, I need you to go to zen.aibwaaa king of the hill. So that's zen.ai slash bwaaa king of the hill. And your offer code there is bwaaa. So Laird Superfoods makes a better creamer 
that keeps you powered all day and it's better for you, the earth, and your coffee. What do you say, Rusty? You want to go get some coffee? Mm. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rusty. Yeah. Did you know that dehydration is the leading cause of daytime fatigue? Oh, no. I don't know about you, but like 2, 33 o'clock, I just hit a wall almost every day. I was shocked to learn that even mild dehydration can cause headaches, muscle weakness, brain fog. But luckily, there's a cure. Oh, there is? Actually, I should have said there's a solution. It's called Cure. Cure Hydration. Uh, the Cure Hydration is an oral rehydration solution, or ORS, uh, that contains the perfect balance of electrolytes. You know how important that is because plants crave it. Super important. And glucose to help your body absorb water and rehydrate quickly. The formula is made with all natural ingredients like coconut water powder and pink Himalayan salt. And it is free from artificial flavors, sweeteners, and preservatives. Cure Hydration is vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. That makes it a great option for anyone with dietary restrictions and preferences. Uh, The packets that they give you, they're convenient. They're easy to use. You just mix them with water and drink. They're perfect for on-the-go, travel, or anytime you need quick hydration. Uh, hydration is more than just drinking water, Rusty. It is, uh, that's what Lauren Picasso, a lifelong endurance athlete, discovered as she struggled to stay hydrated no matter how much water she drank. I've known people like that. My yeah, wife, my yeah, wife yeah. drinks so much water, it's crazy. Lauren found Cure, a science-backed electrolyte drink mix to make hydration easy for everyone. Uh, Cure believes that hydration should be simple and effective, but also clean and natural. That's why they only use the highest ingredients and quality plant-based uh, stuff to avoid any artificial or harmful additives. They're committed to transparency and honesty. All of their ingredients are clearly listed on their website and packaging, and they're always happy to answer any questions or concerns. So are you ready to combat dehydration? Absolutely. You, you can try Cure today and feel difference for feel the difference for yourself. Use your code. B-W-A-A-A. <laughs> Sorry, I blanked. You're good for 20% off your order. Try Cure today and feel the difference for yourself. Use our special code BWAAA for 20% off your order. Uh, your coupon will be activated at checkout. Try Cure Hydration. Stop drying out. I can think of a time where there was that many people in different universes. If you want to, if we want to explore that just for the, for the sake of the conversation, Cab Calloway. Yeah. Oh Cab yeah, Cab Calloway was in uh, man. What is it? Blues Brothers. Oh, that's right. The, well, the Blues Brothers universe too. He's yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah. Blues Brothers. Manny was, the Mocha. I man. love that scene. That is just an amazing scene. Even though he was old at that point, yeah. it's still just. Uh, I could see how electric it was to watch somebody like him on stage. Oh my gosh! A uh, shout out to Cab Calloway on the animation thing too. So, yeah. Uh, like the animation that we watch on King of the Hill and stuff like yeah. that, how fluid all the human movements are. Sure. Whenever they were doing the rotoscope where they were putting uh, uh, pretty much just tracing paper over live action, you know, video or, or film, mm-hmm. Cab Calloway was the very first. He's the guy where we get, he's really the, the animators chose him for the fluidity of motion, like the, the really? Slicingers or whatever. Yeah. Wow. So, so they used Fleischer him. Studios. Sorry, Fleischer. Yeah. Fleischer. They used him as kind of a, a, a stick figure or a dummy yeah, so or the a ghost, whatever. Yeah. The ghost that's doing like the, the, the black and white cartoon of the ghost where he's, you know, kind of just walking with like a swagger and he's kind of got Cab Calloway playing in the background. That's usually what the yeah. song is that cl- they clip with it. So yeah. 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 Um, so the, the thing I remember most about Chuck Mangione is not even his 
his his actual appearances on King of the Hill. It's mostly the the cardboard standups in the middle of the megalomart. Yeah, that's all. He, that, or he or, shows <laughs> up more than he actually shows yeah, up. Yeah, his appearances, yeah. and it'll even tell you in the show uh, on the show notes and stuff like that of the stuff that we get all of our research from. It'll yeah. it'll say on there Chuck Mangione, and then it'll say, but there's no speaking part for him. It's just him there, <laughs> like he's in the background walking through through the I scene just, or something. I just love the the like the open sign on the door at, at Megalomart says feels so good to be open you know <laughs> yeah. or something like that you know yeah, it's just yeah, so yeah, stupid. Yeah, I love it. yeah. <laughs> um, but all and, and you know we get we get Mangione throughout the entire series um, just in these little spurts you know uh, here's Chuck Mangione for dog food at Megalomart here's Chuck Mangione on the uh, the sign that says open here's Chuck Mangione after Megalomart blew up. He's, he's, uh, he's on one of those big cardboard signs and it says, feels so good to be reconstructing or whatever. He yeah, says, yeah, yeah, whatever. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, and then it his all remodel feels so good. <laughs> his remodel yeah, feels yeah. so good. And then it all kind of comes to a head season seven, episode 10 Megalodale. Um, Megalodale, this yeah. is the one where, um, Dale is brought in to get rid of raccoons or whatever's living in the megalomart eating he all the stuff. finds out that it's Chuck Mangione living <laughs> inside finds, of the Walmart. That or is, megalomart, sorry. I don't know what's going on in a man's life where you've yeah. gotten to the point where you're a serious jazz musician, you're being kind of lampooned by this King of the Hills show, and then at some point you're like, eh, screw it, I'm living in there, and I'm, <laughs> I'm this it, desperate It kind of parodies... <laughs> That movie with Natalie Portman where she has a kid in Walmart and she lives yeah. inside of Walmart for yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it probably came around. That, I think that that episode would have probably came out after that movie aired because I think that movie came out like '01. So if you're in season seven, you're past 2001. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, so this the the series was was always respectful to him, even though he was a little bit of a pain in the ass. Sometimes. Think of the royalties. Oh my gosh! Think of the yeah. royalties he still probably draws out of that on syndication. Well, every time Peggy runs into the or in the kitchen, humming yeah. feels so good while she's making you know ants on a log. Yeah, well that's the that's the great thing about royalties and syndicating programs in foreign countries. You know, there there <laughs> there there's people that are still making money off the Golden Girls somewhere. Sure. You know what I mean? Like Chuck Mangione gets a check in the mail for sixty nine cents or something. Yeah. You know, whatever. Well, probably, it, hey, it might be bit, it might be I, bigger than that. Who, who knows, knows, man? Because I know that. Uh, what was it, Seinfeld in syndication? Yeah. That literally, they made more money in syndication oh, yeah. than they ever oh, made absolutely. during the show's run. Absolutely. Ever well, made. you think about Seinfeld, Friends, probably King of the Hill, yeah, Simpsons, a lot, um, a, lot a lot of those shows that you can just find anywhere and turn on. The yeah. Office. Um, oh, you, man, you know the office. office made more money in syndication than it ever made in, yeah. in a regular run. Uh, our friends out in California had Rain Wilson on their show. Did they really? Yeah, well, uh, I didn't know that wow. Nicole was... Uh, She's she's the one to start his career. She broke him. She was his first uh, his first uh, big really? agent. Yeah, she was his first big agent. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Um. So it, the the article kind of wraps up at the end here and says um, that they hope that they can find a place for him in the new series. Yeah. Um. And I'm I'm really hoping that that's the case because I don't think he's it would be alive. the same without. He's still it. alive, right? He's still I believe around. So yeah. I mean, um, he, and even if he's not, they would they would definitely have to have some kind of tribute or something if he's not around anymore. Yeah, I would think I an think entire. He's alive. I think I would know that if Chuck Mangione was dead. I would have you you would have heard it through the grapevine by now. You you'd know? feel it in your bones. Yeah, I feel it in my bones. It's raining outside. <laughs> you know, I feel it in my bones. Um. Yeah, I believe he is still alive. Yeah, he'd, be, um, he'd be an elderly man at this point. I'm sure up in his seventies of. of 
maybe even in his 80s. Yeah, if nothing else, they should uh, at least give him uh, a great send-off, you know, even if he's not. Um, I am looking here to see. Oh, no, he's still alive. You see him? Yeah, he was born in 1940, so he, so he's up there. He's 82. He lives in wow, uh, 82. Oh, he was born in Rochester. He doesn't live there. Never mind. So say where he yeah, lives. Uh, Probably California, Hawaii. Nah, it doesn't say nothing like about it. But it does say that the the series finale in 2009 included Chuck Mangione one last time, and he played the national anthem and segued into "Feel So yeah, Good." Yeah. Uh, in an homage to the series, uh, Mangione has an album called "Everything for Love." And there's a track on there titled Peggy Hill. Ah, that's great. So I that's think wonderful. on my way home from the studio right now, I'm going to be listening to Chuck Mangione's Everything for Love, Peggy Hill. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. Uh, I think. Uh, and I think that disc, when did that CD come out? Let's see here. Uh, that's wonderful to know, though. Uh, I just wrote that down because I want to try to get a, get a copy of that. Um, yeah, no, that's so. That's yeah, I, I guess I guess this whole this whole episode, we're basically saying how much we appreciate Chuck Mangione. Yeah, being it's a Chuck Mangione tribute episode. in the series, and then uh, how much we're looking forward to seeing him again in the new. I would love reboot. to see him. I would love to hear "Feels So Good" with Hank on screen. Oh heck time, yeah, you know heck I mean? yeah, man! Anytime, I'll take yeah. that anytime. And then I think what would be funny is if they started adding in more Chuck Mangione jokes inside of Megalomart, like sure. uh, standing in front of like. The four ply paper, toilet yeah, paper, yeah. feels so good. Sure, <laughs> <You know? laughs> sure. Or by yeah. the beer aisle, yeah. by Bush Light, it feels, it feels so, so good. good. After two or three, <laughs> yeah, it feels so three. good. Yeah. Well, Bush Light probably about six or seven. <laughs> That's yeah. true. That's true. Well, nobody's buying Bud, so yeah, nobody's go. buying so, Bud right good now. Good job, Bush. Woo. Yeah, you, you stuck it out long enough, I yeah. guess. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, is people stop buying Bud Light and just they're buying different Anheuser Busch products. That's instead. it. That's what I'm yeah. saying. They, like they, I, they own all of Amer all of piss beer that people like. All the care. American beer. They, they're it's they're either that or Coors. Them. You know, it's one yeah. or the other. So and Coors has a you know a pride campaign too. So sure, you know, if, sure. If, if you're basing uh, your beer and uh, on your political tastes, well, if you're basing anything better tasting on the commercial commercial stuff like that like like yeah. you know if i'm basing whether i eat uh papa yeah. john's pizza well and whether i like shack or not you know i'm she, the probably lady got fired the, the lady that did the campaign at bud light got fired anyway oh yeah, yeah. that they whole that yeah, whole, whole company thing yeah. blew up you know it just it, yeah. it dropped they lost like so much in market it share was, and everything and, and, and this is just my personal opinion that uh they took uh one giant leap rather than taking small steps yeah it was and well on that you you got to you gotta know your audience. That's true. Read the room. You know, uh, truly did an ad campaign like that. It might be different, but you're talking about a beer that yeah. blue collar rednecks drink. You that's know, right. that's that's your that's your bread and butter of that yeah. audience. Yeah. that's who it is. You know, your Lone Stars and your Shiners were were smiling bright. Yeah, you well, know, they were, were like, all, oh, thank God. Well, right now, uh, uh, men who aren't comfortable with their sexuality aren't drinking Bud Lights in front of their friends because mm -hmm. they're afraid of the jokes that are happening. Yeah. I, mean, I don't really care. I'll yeah. drink, I'll, I don't drink beer anyway, but I, I would yeah. drink it regardless of whatever in front of whoever because I'm not drinking beer for politics. I'm drinking beer to get drunk. Well, even you know when I drank, I mean? well, even when I drank beer, I didn't drink Bud Light necessarily. I just didn't like it that much. You yeah, know? I didn't think it was uh, that great. I, I drank cheap beer i mean i'm not yeah. gonna, i'm not gonna say that oh no that, i would drink cheap beer i just didn't drink bud light oh bud light <laughs> i just didn't like it well as long as you're not drinking old yeah. milwaukee 
No, no old Milwaukee for That's me. That's my dad's beer choice. He likes the old Milwaukee. There was a lot of uh, Lone Star yeah, and Star's things like bad. that. Lone yeah. Star's not too bad. Yeah. I never really understood the Pabst Blue Ribbon thing. I really didn't like Pabst that much. Eh, Pabst is okay. fine. It's fine. I don't know. At a certain point, Blue beer Ribbon. tastes like beer unless yeah, unless yeah. you're drinking like a dark or a whatever, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Never tried an Alamo. Don't never know. Never tried Alamo? Don't know. No. no. We'll never know. Hey, if you haven't gotten a chance, uh, go watch our episode from Monday. And I do say watch, not listen. Yeah, watch. We've got um, a watch episode. So yeah, the first first time we're on video. If that doesn't scare you away, then then buckle in for the rest of the ride. Yeah. So we, whether you like it or not, that's that's how Monday is going to be consumed. <laughs> and if we have anything like super special on Fridays, we'll we'll, we'll do Friday too on a video. Well, it'll uh, it'll still be you know the same old show that you're used to. Yeah. Uh, it's just there's one more way to consume it if you want to, and you'll be able um, to see as if that's how yeah. you choose to consume it. If you want to look yeah. at me and Mike while we're talking, uh, which that happens to be a, a very voyeur ex, uh, a voyeur exhibitionist like exchange <laughs> yeah. that that's pretty popular on the internet you know the old well, youtube we need to get somebody in here with a trumpet to play feels so good for us one time uh i could talk to my little brother yeah uh, my little brother played in college and everything like yeah. he's played for the MCC we need Banner. somebody we need somebody I, to I play feels so good i need to see if he could even do that anymore and if not uh my son plays clarinet yeah by the time we finish this show he'll be at a good enough point to where he probably could feel so good i've got a i've got, got like a year or two guy yet, here in town named saxy gerald he plays a uh saxophone i'm assuming we so could are we get gonna him get like an ensemble of people to play feel <laughs> so very good. nice yeah uh, like we're gonna good. be like the dj Khaled of jazz <laughs> in waco <laughs> another one <laughs> just right in the middle of it <laughs> Blah! Blah! Yeah. <laughs> what is it good for <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. Uh, Rusty, you want to tell them where they can find us? Yeah, you can find us at B-W-A-A-K-O-T-H on a lot of different stuff. Uh, specifically, please go to our YouTube. Go over there, subscribe. We've got like 56 subscribers. Uh, yeah. I'm in the middle of still uploading our back content. So yeah. anybody that listens to this episode, because season four from now on, I'm putting I'm going, I'm putting it all straight up there from season four. So right. uh, season two and three, I still have to get uploaded into it. But bear with me. It's www.youtube.com slash at B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H. You could also go to L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H. And all that stuff's there nice and pretty for you. But yeah, go check out our YouTube, uh, you know, throw some comments on there. So throw some suggestions, you know, throw some hate on there. Whatever you got to do to make yourself feel better in life. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll take anything you got. I'll take anything you got. I love it. I love it. Uh, actually, uh also, shout out to, uh, there was a guy on our Instagram that reached out. Yeah. Uh, I hadn't had anybody really say anything a while on there, but he left a uh, a nice little note for me. Well, you know, you saying that about. has reminded me that there's an email too. I tell you what, let's do, uh, let's do this. Uh, next Friday, yeah, what next we'll Friday do we'll is we'll hit up the Instagram comments yep. and any emails we've gotten and stuff like that. So next Friday yeah, will be a, uh, a we'll fan based fan based episode. Yeah. So get them in. If you want us yeah, to get just, them in, if let's you want talk us about to them. talk about you or talk about something you got to say about King of the Hill, get them in. Uh, all social media is open, uh, Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, uh, all that. Yeah. So just go messages. Go, uh, go now. Do it. Do it yeah. now. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Also go over to roguemedianetwork.com <laughs> and check out a host of uh, a whole host of other podcasts. We got a whole range of stuff for There's you. There's a to bunch and a out. lot coming. A lot coming. Yeah, a lot of new stuff coming. All right guys, we'll see you next time. Women Tanya. Women Tanya indeed.
Maw. This has been a Rogue Media Network production. Wait.